Good day to all of our investors and guests. This is the Red Commentary Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Rudd, and I'm the managing partner and principal wealth advisor here at Steer Wealth. For our new listeners who may not be familiar with who we are, at Steer Wealth, we manage investments for successful families, high-performing professionals, and organizations across the country and become your very own proactive investment management team, confidant, and personal wealth advisor so you can relax and focus your time and energy on what's important to you. Well, it's winter here in Texas, and my wife continues to tell me that February is the month to get out and trim the trees, clean out the flower beds, and get ready for new growth that will be coming soon. I learned a long time ago that in order to really maximize growth in all of our landscaping trees and plants, as many of you may know, you need to get out there and do that February trimming, which is absolutely critical. Removing those dead branches and obstructions can make a huge difference, not only in growth, but also strengthen your prize green lawn ornaments in case of a tough year in terms of weather, drought, or in our case a few years ago, a, an attack of, uh, of those green army worms that came through our property and pretty much destroyed and ate everything. So the point is, even though we hope the spring and the summer will only send opportunities for growth, we definitely want to prepare for the bad. After all, the weather's like the economy, right? We're sure it's going to be like all the experts say, and then it's not. So let's jump right into the topic that I wanted to talk about today. This opportunity to trim and prepare for growth is very much like what investors should be considering as we move through February here in 2024, looking ahead to the months to come. Now let's talk about 2024. What an outstanding year for investments. This has caused many investors to look at some of those lofty valuations, especially in some of the concentrated group of tech shares that we're all watching, and wonder what's next. You might be asking yourself, can my investments move higher? What's in store for stocks and bonds if we move into a recession? And after all, with these high interest rates, what's going to change? These are all normal questions to have at the beginning of every year but also after the exceptional year we had in 2023. So how are you going to continue to set yourself up so that you're prepared to take advantage of every opportunity that prevents itself, even if the financial weather doesn't turn out the way we expect? Well, in February, I like to grab my financial pole saw and start trimming all the dead branches that I can reach so that my personal money tree takes off when it warms up and starts to rain, or I have strength in my portfolio and have plenty of excess cash to withstand a potential short-term drought. So let's talk about a few things that investors may need to trim to get ready to take advantage of the opportunities in 2024. And like I often do, I'm going to do my best to split this up for different investors at different life stages. So let's jump into investments first, because that's probably what's on everybody's mind is they're thinking about trimming and getting ready for that growth in 2024. So professional money managers like Steer Wealth will work hard to upgrade the value and quality of an investment portfolio during times like this to try to prepare for the unknowns in this next year, right? 2024. We never know what's going to happen because we don't have a crystal ball, but we definitely want to be ready. So here's a few things that professional money managers do and that you should think about doing as well. Take some money off the table after a good year. That doesn't mean to sell your winners. Hopefully, we've all had positions in our portfolio that have done extremely well last year or maybe the last several years, and that doesn't mean to sell our positions just because they're doing well. That's one of the most common mistakes that I see for individual investors. What it does mean is that if investments are priced for perfection, realizing that perfection is very rare, and it may be prudent to trim some of those gains at these lofty valuation and then you've got some cash to invest in more timely opportunities. 
Another thing to do is just to trim the dead branches out of your portfolio to make room for that growth when the sun shines and we get all that rain. And what am I talking about when I say dead branches? We're not talking about the, the winners. We're talking about investments that may have declined in quality. So what are these? Companies where their advantage has changed or no longer exist. Companies in an industry that may be consolidating or falling out of favor. Or really, if something just no longer fits the goals of your investment strategy. This could be in terms of income, tax status, maturity when we're talking about it, bonds, all sorts of things. But the real key is, is if you're not working with a professional money manager to really take a good hard look at each one of your investments and make sure that they're still in line with your investment policy. So what do we do? We've trimmed the branches. I don't know if uh, if y'all are like me, but I walk around with that pole saw and I end up with a big pile of dead leaves under each tree. And, and then I tell my kids to go pick them up, right? Because <laughs> that's probably my least favorite thing when I'm trimming around and on the property. What do we do with all that? Well, we don't have to take them to the burn pile. When we're talking about investments, we need to focus on looking and deploying that cash into higher quality. So taking a look at other industries, companies that are really in the right place at the right time. And what am I talking about? Those that have healthy margins, that are not getting pressured right now in the changing economy, those that are really high quality free cash flow generators, innovative companies with new technologies, or firms making advances in productivity. Those are exciting for a money manager to find, and those are what individuals should be looking for as well. And stocks are not the only branches that we need to be trimming. Fixed income is a big opportunity and probably a bigger opportunity in many respects to trim as far as quality. So we really need to look at any credit rating downgrades. We want to make sure that we understand what we own. We understand, especially in the cases of municipal bonds, we understand where the revenue is coming from. We want to make sure that quality is there. We want to make sure it's simple to understand and want to make sure the credit rating is there, that it's representing the quality that we want in our portfolios. Because with a lot of bond type investments, we can have downgrades throughout the year or we can have a municipal bond issued from a state that we're not agreeing with some of the tax policy or some of the social programs. And this is definitely a good time to review that to make sure that we are holding investments that we understand and that are in line with our long-term investment policy. So now let's move from stocks and bonds on to our investors that may hold some real estate properties. Real estate is a real hot button of mine, especially with the growth we've seen since 2009, 2010. We've had an incredible increase in property values over that period. It's really important to make sure we're always polishing those assets. That was a phrase that my father told me a long time ago. He was in the real estate business. And I just, I've got that stuck in my mind that we always need to polish our assets, reinvest in our properties, do the simple maintenance items, but really make sure that they're being taken care of. We're keeping them up. We're doing that maintenance. We're not coming to the market 20 years later with hundreds of thousands of dollars in deferred maintenance in our real estate portfolio, which my real estate investors know that makes those properties is very, very difficult to sell when you're ready. So what does that mean? Real estate is a lot less liquid than stocks and bonds, and in many cases is one of the most illiquid asset classes out there. So what should you be looking at when we're talking about trimming the dead branches? Those of you who own real estate, you know the ones I'm talking about, that maybe you're in a poor location that just continue to be a maintenance problem. You continue to have water runoff, flooding problems, things like that. They're not the ideal properties and not what you thought what you invested in. This is a great opportunity in a strong real estate market to put those out and replace those with higher quality properties. So we definitely want to treat 
real estate assets very similarly in terms of quality and investment policy expectations as we would a stock or a bond. Yeah, they're less liquid and they're harder to move. And sometimes we have a larger proportion of our net worth in each investment. However, we still need to polish those assets. We still need to take care of our investments. And we should not be afraid to do a similar swap, either for tax reasons, quality, location, um, on a real estate investment as well. This is a great time to do it. We've got a lot of folks moving into the Dallas-Fort Worth area who need access to properties. A lot of uh, investors are willing to put up the money. This is a great time to do that. And you shouldn't ignore that asset class just because it's not a stock or a bond. One other thing, on just on a side note, as someone who's owned rental properties in the past, is this is a good time to evaluate the location of your properties and your tenants. I know that I run across situations where, you know, a lot of us here in the South and Texas have really big hearts and we want to help out folks, but we get caught up in these properties where we're not charging market rates. And then unfortunately, we end up attracting tenants that maybe don't take as good of care of our investment or are costing us a little more money in terms of maintenance and those things. It's really a good time to step back, reevaluate what the market rent rates are if you have real estate assets and make sure that you're not charging a rate that's below market. If you are charging a, a below market rate and, and that's important to you and you want to, that's fine, but you must confront two facts when we're talking about real estate. If a tenant can't pay the market rate, then you probably can't afford to pay for the property maintenance on the property. I mean, you may have extra money, right? But you're probably losing money or you're not getting the return on investment that you had anticipated. The second, if a tenant's not paying the proper rate on the property and then they're not putting in the maintenance and taking care of the property, which unfortunately is often common, then your property's probably worth less than it was if the tenant was paying whatever that market rate is. That's just the time value of money, especially if you've got deferred maintenance or you're not keeping up the property because you don't have enough money coming coming in the door to make those capital improvements. A couple of things I want to move on to before we go on to uh, just some advice for younger investors, and we'll talk a little more about this later, is just stress. The last thing is for investors who may be retired or uh, relying on a fixed income, if your investments are causing you stress, if you're losing sleep at night, those are some branches you may want to focus on trimming as you're looking at your strategy and your investment portfolio. But we'll talk a little more about that later. In general terms, times like this are a good opportunity to review your investment policy and ensure that your investment holdings are in line with your long-term goals and objectives. Okay, let's move on to just a short segment that's really geared towards some of our younger investors. And some of our more experienced uh, older investors may find this interesting too. But let's talk about some of the money wasters that it's a good time to review during this February trimming period. And, and most of this, like I said, will impact our younger investors. So this is also a great time when you're walking through with that financial pole saw and, and trimming some of the dead branches to look at some of the money that's being wasted via a lot of these hidden automatic drafts that maybe you forgot about on credit cards in your bank account. And let's just walk through these. I mean, how many streaming services do we need? Uh, go through your credit card statement every month and really take a look at what's coming in or your bank statement. You'll probably notice that there's some things that you haven't watched in a while or maybe some things that you just forgot how to cancel. Eight bucks a month here and there really starts adding up and that could be money that's put into a Roth IRA. E-magazines, music, productivity software, Office, Adobe, social media, LinkedIn Premium, Shopping, Amazon Prime, and yes, for our younger single investors, dating apps. Please go through 
your statement, this is a great time of the year, and start eliminating some of these things that you don't use or that you don't get a lot of value on. And I'm willing to bet investors in their 20s and 30s can probably generate a couple hundred bucks a month if they really go in with that pole saw and start trimming some of those dead branches. Some other things to look at for our younger investors, you know, as you move from kind of a young adult to an adult, it may be time to reevaluate some of those collections that you're uh, pouring a lot of money into that probably aren't going to have a big return on investment. You know, it's fun while you're a kid to collect baseball cards and do things like that. But if you've got 14 Stanley Cups that cost, you know, 30 or $40 a piece, probably money that you can spend elsewhere. I mean, we really only need one cup, right? Another thing that uh, I see all the time when I come into work is the line going into one of the new popular coffee shops here. Make coffee at home. I mean, there's no reason to drive through every morning, some of you twice a day and paying six bucks for a cup of coffee. You could probably generate almost a car payment by the amount that uh, a lot of you are spending going through. I know that uh, it was something that I uh, found interesting when I looked at my statement, how much I would spend at Starbucks way back when, but it's just something that uh, we don't need and, and we can generate a lot of additional income for opportunity down the road. Probably the most obvious for younger investors is just really thinking about how much return on investment you're getting from eating out. A lot of these things become a habit. It's just something to think about. And along with that eating out point is a lot of us forgot how to tip. I think it's become the norm now to tip 20, 25%. If you want to do that and give charitable contributions, you could probably go back and listen to our podcast on making a bigger impact your charitable dollars to organizations where you can really make a difference. Let me review what I learned early in life with tipping. 15% is the standard tip when you're eating out. 10% if the service is not good and you just want to be charitable. And 20% if the uh, service is truly outstanding. And when I say truly outstanding, that doesn't mean they did their job. I mean truly outstanding in the 90th percentile. And, and what I find is that, you know, every place we go now, whether it's the dry cleaners or it's, uh, you know, the coffee shop or just places, everywhere's asking us to tip. And I just think that's gotten a little bit out of hand. And if you really think what you can use that money for, adding money into your Roth IRA, putting into a 529 plan, it really adds up. Another thing that I want to do before I move on to the next segment for all our investors is take time to leverage the incredible social media we have now and go through your house and sell stuff you don't use and put that money into more productive means or donate that to charity or give it to a family member that may use that. My wife and I have a rule in the house. If we haven't touched something in the last 12 months, except for tools and things that really hold their value, we're probably not going to use it ever. And that keeps us from accumulating stuff. So my house right now is going through and selling stuff we don't use, putting it on Facebook Marketplace, taking it to the resale shop, and we get our kids involved so we can get together and pay for that big spring vacation that we go on. It's really exciting. We kind of all work together and we make a game out of it. But for those of you who don't have a large family and maybe a little bit younger, you can use this to have additional funds to take advantage of investment opportunities as they come up in a year like 2024. Now I want to move on to the last segment, which is really important to me. And this is about time. When we're walking through and when we're trimming the dead branches and focusing on growth in 2024, like we talked about in our last podcast, I want to make sure that I have the time to do that. We all get so busy and definitely in the spring with sports activities with our children, whether we're preparing for retirement or preparing for this or preparing for that, we just all need more time. So I want to share something with you. A few years ago, I came across a scientific study that explained how most mammals have about 1 billion heartbeats in their lifetime. It shocked me. 
it doesn't really matter which mammal you look at from a rabbit to an elephant. If you stop and think about this for a second, a rabbit lives about three years on average, while an elephant can live up to 80 all that with about a billion heartbeats in their lifetime. Now, as humans, we have pushed that number higher, closer to 2 billion due to advances in clean water, diet, medical tech, and all that innovation that we have. But this idea had a tremendous impact on me and how I spend my time. I've become much more aware of how I spend my time and my desire for a return on investment of each individual heartbeat of my life. I found that I now spend more time with my family, friends, and I'm trying very hard to eliminate any of those dead branches from my conversations, relationship, business, and just general time wasters throughout the day. I want my time to be more impactful without all the filler. I also have a more highly developed attitude towards unnecessary stress and try to eliminate bad stress from my life. Now, some stress can cause positive change. I find it useful. I know that you're thinking that as well. But if someone or something is introducing unneeded stress, I work hard to eliminate it. If a person, time, or obligation, or in this case, an investment, is causing me to expend a higher level of heartbeats than I feel is normal, I eliminate it. I would encourage our investors, clients, and listeners to consider this as an important part of this February trimming program. So as you work through this financial trimming process and think about really cleaning up your financial lives and eliminating that financial waste and recapturing those dollars that are just floating away into oblivion or selling those things that you're not using, you've got more time to evaluate other business opportunities or investment opportunities, real estate, travel with friends or family, exploring a new hobby, business, meeting new people that aren't filler, not wasting your time and not stressing you out, people that are building you up and not drawing you down. Try hard to eliminate that wasted time so you can focus your heartbeats on the things that bring you, your family, satisfaction and focus your time on energy on what's important to you. And at Steer Wealth, we love being a part of that. Managing money is not just about money. It's about putting each heartbeat you have left into something that you enjoy and really taking advantage of that passion you have for life and for those around you. Well, that was an exciting program. I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen today. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, please take time to rate our podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your preferred podcast platform and never miss an episode. Also, if you know other investors that would enjoy the show, please share the Red Commentary podcast through email or on social media. We also like feedback on our program and ideas for future topics. If you have the time, we would really enjoy hearing from you. All of us at Steer Wealth would like to thank you, our investors and clients, for your trust. Thank you for allowing us to be your partner in your long-term financial journey. We take our role very seriously. Thank you very much for listening today. This is the Red Commentary. I'm your host, Josh Rudd. And from all of us here at Steer Wealth, invest long and prosper. The Red Commentary is distributed for informational purposes only and is not intended to constitute legal, tax, accounting, or investment advice. Nothing herein constitutes an offer to sell or solicitation for any offer to buy any security. All investment strategies and investments involve risk of loss, including the possible loss of principal invested, and nothing herein should be construed as a guarantee of any specific outcome or profit. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Any opinions expressed by employees of the Rudd Company, DBA, Steer Wealth, are opinions and do not reflect the opinions of any affiliates. The opinions expressed by guest speakers are their own and do not necessarily reflect the 
views of Steerwealth or any affiliates. Guest appearances on this program does not imply Steerwealth's endorsement of any entity, person, product, service, or investment. All opinions are current and only as of the date of recording and are subject to change without notice.